Chris? Thomas? Guys? Hello? I thought they said we were recording today. Uh, did you hear the joke with the constipated mathematician? No. He worked, you know, worked it out with a pencil. And so he, he learned the hard way that the C word is is not <laughs> <laughs> acceptable in polite conversation. Oh my gosh. We're not as uncivilized as you think, Thomas. Well, but but Chris, seriously, which was which movie did you want to win the Disney bracket? Moana. Like I'm I'm not Chris. This isn't okay, Chris. Like, Chris, seriously, which movie did you want to win the Disney bracket? <laughs> you say, I'll, 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 I'll do it for you, Thomas. Moving on. Transition. <laughs> <laughs> like, that was my yell, mistake. That was my mistake. I was waiting yell, for Thomas's right, transition. <laughs> I like Ryan's idea. Just shout transition. Now the story of an eclectic fan base who lost touch with reality, and the one podcast that somehow holds them all together. It's the substandard expanded universe. Welcome to this week's special episode of the weekly Substandard Expanded Universe podcast. TWSSEU is the fan cult of the Substandard with a focus on brackets, star war, and garbage opinions. We ask you to join us at twitter.com where we give you a few free tweets and then ask you to subscribe to Premium Megathread on Twitter, Premium Substandard on Slack, or Ultra Premium on Facebook. For pricing and membership criteria, contact SubstandardFan at SubstandardFan on Twitter. <laughs> On today's episode, I am joined from Austin, Texas, home of the Circuit of the Americas, where my fellow countryman Kimi Raikkonen recently won this year's Formula One race, the Ivy League educated and handsome Senate candidate who is taking on Ted Cruz. Ryan, how are you? I'm good, Thomas. Is that why there was so much traffic? Because there was an F1 race? That was annoying. Uh, yeah, but those are over a weekend. So I don't. Yeah. I don't think that's. It was still. It's like two hundred thousand people. I. I don't like it. <laughs> is uh, is traffic generally a problem in Austin? Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's. Uh, that it is a terrible problem in Austin. There's too many people moving here. We got to Ca- keep them out. Calif- There's a caravan. Ca- There's a- <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, there's a caravan of people coming from Los Angeles. <laughs> all these, all these tech people. Careful, that, no politics. Yes, <laughs> these tech people that uh, you know get jobs in you know Silicon Valley, and then they move here because the price of living is cheaper, and, and they're coming in a caravan. You know, they're bringing who knows what with them, like money. They're bringing money with them, and, and they're and they're voting. <laughs> Uh, so, in addition to Ryan, you you know how Aaron Sorkin perfected the walk and talk in the West Wing? Well, we are joined today by the person who has perfected the mo walk and listen to the substandard. Chris, how are you today? I'm fine. I'm still trying to figure out what it is that you just said about me. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> all good things. All good things. I think he was trying to say mo, like mow the lawn and mo. walk. It mo. came out like me, mo, me, mow, mo. I, I had no problem mo. understanding it. You had no problem? Nope. I knew exactly what he said. See, there you go. You guys could be mean to him if you want, but I, I find I won't that be. highly unlikely. <laughs> So, as you can tell, we are also joined by a special guest for this special 
episode of the podcast. Today is the 4th of November, the time of year when we gather with our loved ones to celebrate, count our blessings and enjoy the fact that we have each other. Uh, so to help us celebrate, uh, our special guest joining us today is known from more niche podcasts, such as the Ricochet podcast. He <laughs> is Fordham's most successful alum, the foremost expert on Russia and the Soviet Union in the United States. He's played chess against Gary Kasparov and won. Uh, and some say he's the reason why Boris Yeltsin constantly has a red nose. Flag Taylor, welcome to the big leagues. <laughs> Oh boy, I am. I'm a proud alum. I'm a proud alum. Alum, alum. Aluminium is how you pronounce it. <laughs> I'm sure it's fine. <laughs> All right. So it's the fourth of November. Uh, what day is are it? Are you sure that's today's date? Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. We are recording okay. live on this Sunday, live. November fourth. Yep. Right I after love, church. I love live podcasts. <laughs> and we all know what November fourth is. It's it's of course Mega Thread Day. For the uninitiated, what is that? It is the the date uh, last year when the Megathread started. The famous and some may say infamous Megathread. Uh, Ryan not, is not someone linked to the original tweet. Not for all of us. <laughs> what what are your thoughts on Megathread, Ryan? I know for most people it started on November fourth. I was a couple days behind because even though I was in the previous smaller Megathread, the person who started this Megathread left me out of it. And I I think I too was left out of the original. No, oh, no, 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 my no, no, gosh. no, no, no. It was no. your idea for the sitcom, and he left you out. I don't believe it. Yeah. I don't believe that either. No, that's he true. He didn't want to give true. any credit for the for whose idea it was. Apparently, I think he well he realized what an offensive thing he had done, and so he had <laughs> had to add me later. So he came groveling back on Twitter. So <laughs> yeah, it was a very awkward moment. But um, since then, I think our relationship has been repaired, and you know, it's fine. <laughs> That makes one of us. <laughs> <laughs> and if you haven't seen the original post to Megathread, it, of course, is a screenshot of JVL's face as he is, quote-unquote, making love to the camera during the, pre, during the brief uh, Facebook Live era. Back in the good old days when we, did, when we got Facebook Lives. Those were so great. See, you like those? I didn't like those. <laughs> How do you flag, as our number one SSEU podcast fan... Uh, you love the SSU <laughs> podcast. You've said it's the number one podcast because of the chaos. Like, that was the Facebook Live version of the micro-episodes of the Substance. You don't want to look at the people, though. I don't want to see them. I just want to hear them. That's too much. Mm. Maybe the Lady Brains podcast would be more in your taste. <laughs> Easy. I, 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 don't, I don't listen to it or watch it. We don't want to make any enemies here, Thomas. We <laughs> love late. all podcasts equally. Uh, so we're gonna we're gonna talk more about the mega thread uh, later. But I thought that first we should have uh, maybe a brief legal update for our listeners. I am still waiting to to receive the contract so that I can sign it and officially be a part of the weekly standard and start to earn the big bucks. Are we are we making any progress? Well, none of our lawyers are here, so how are we going to know that? Ryan? I have a new interpretation of this uh, cease and desist letter. There was a smudge on it because I dropped some of my Taco Bell on the, <laughs> on the letter. I, I think actually the best it was a Mexican cease. chain. It was, it, was, it was cease and or desist. I think we have the option to cease or desist. So I say we desist but not cease. 
How would that work? Uh, I'm not the lawyer. I, I just, <laughs> I, I'm just the ideas guy. <laughs> okay. The, so what I, what I'm gathering from this is this whole this whole uh, ceasing thing. Like I li- like we can cease the means of production. Is that what you're talking about? I don't get it. <laughs> oh God. I, I assume it has because he's a communist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I, that I figured, but I, I don't know, guys. Um, I have a picture of me. I thought it was so funny. We drove next to a funeral home, and you know that's hilarious. Homes, <laughs> I, I laugh every time. No, but like you know, funeral homes are generally named after a family. Anyway, this family's name must have been Cease, and so the funeral home was called Cease Fu- Funeral Home. And I was like, "Let's stop the car. I gotta get my picture." Like you cease living, and then you go to the funeral home. That's terrible. Uh... <laughs> was that really the name of this funeral home? Yeah, yes. Cease? Cease. Yes. You'd think they'd have gone with a pseudonym or something. <laughs> Which reminds me also of uh, of another... Um, there's a new branch of a funeral home that opened here in town. They, they had a billboard up that had a lot of exclamation points. It was like, now open! <laughs> <laughs> and then Freddie took a picture of it and was like, a little too excited, maybe? Like... <laughs> So is this Cameron's family business? It is. It is. All right, Chris, I also believe that you have you have a correction from the, the micro episode. I do. I thought we did these at the end, but we can do it here. Um, Stephen Philippians uh, corrected me. And, I, and actually, you guys can uh, confirm that I texted you that I realized I screwed up. Um, Wait, before what's Stephen's Stephen... last name? Philippians. Philippians. Philippians? <laughs> Philippians chapter 2. <laughs> The Christ him. <laughs> Though he is in the form of God, he did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped. Instead, humbled himself. No, I'm not going to quote the whole thing. Um, but but he, he corrected me that, that the, the New York football giants, which should actually be called the New Jersey Giants, but in fact, the New Jersey Giants have won four Super Bowls, not three. My mistake. I apologize. Ooh. My bad. Um, but ahead. I should also apologize to my people for not mentioning the Twin Cities as a great sports town. We may not have the championships, but we have, oh. boy, do we have great venues. Um, <laughs> and, and there are, aren't actually a lot of they cities have, like, that have... Target Field, Target Stadium. <laughs> Target. 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 Just, there's, there's a Target. Super Target. There's super, super Target. Super Target. Super Target. Yeah. Mall of America World-class venues. And in fact, if, you, if you're into regular season winning percentage, uh, you could be a very happy fan in Minnesota. Just, can you... Can you just, just stop. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was saying. No one's, no one's going with you this far. Uh, Chris, on this troll, Chris. Chris, can you can you count the number of titles, championships won by teams from the Twin Cities? Well, the Twins have won two titles. They won in 1987 and 1991. Uh, the Minnesota Gophers football team has actually won maybe six national titles. When was um, the last time? When? They won? I think like 1960 was the last one. <laughs> okay. What are we um, talking, like football or gymnastics? Football, flag, football, <laughs> not flag football, <laughs> tackle football, American rules, tackle football, full on CTE induced head injury F- football. I heard their their uh, club Quidditch team is excellent. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you say that you've seen the Quidditch team on, on campus? Yeah, yeah. It's And Flag does not want to get himself in trouble by <laughs> it's his emotions. In That's all I'm going to say. 
you just you, you you rub your eyes you can't believe what you're watching and you just keep walking like what mechanism do they use to fly on their broom <laughs> Um, magic. Like, oh, dark, is this dark magic, or is this, like, a um, more benign kind of... No, I think it's it's benign. No, they're, they're just, I kid you not, they're running around... With a stick with between their legs. sticks between their legs. Yeah. <laughs> and they're not, they're not the least bit embarrassed. Yeah. It's, it's totally unironic. Yeah. yeah. And, and so, Ryan, this, this is a reference to the, the Harry Potter movies. Okay. Now I got it. Thank you. Yes, the movies. I haven't read Ryan them. Ryan refuses to acknowledge that there are books. It's a reference to the movies. I haven't okay. read the movies or the books. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I just looked it up. So you can go on, on Amazon and from Lord Bezos, you can order one of these broomsticks. The, 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 the Nimbus. Who's, wait, the, hold on. You can use like a dollar store broom? Who's Lord Bezos? Shut up. <laughs> uh, the, the Nimbus 2000 broom is... $35 plus uh, shipping. It looks amazing. Yeah, I'm sure there's sort of a club Quidditch, you know, University Club Quidditch Association that requires, you know, certain sanctioned equipment. Regulation. Yeah. <laughs> Brooms. So I'm sure like, Could you like tell a, me, is there a uniform or uh, is there other equipment for Quidditch? I have, I have only seen the practices. I've never seen a game, so I, I do not know if there are uniforms. I assume there must be. Because they play so they, other. They take off their little black wizard robes. They they play other colleges. I mean, <laughs> they, they do and they, they do like LeBron does when they take off their robe and they throw chalk into the air. <laughs> yeah, they have the tearaway pants like the NBA guys. <laughs> I haven't I haven't seen seen them play Quidditch here on campus. Uh, but very frequently in the spring and in the summer, the international students from India and Pakistan, they will just take over the quads and, and play cricket with, without respect to anyone else. Everyone else just has to <laughs> walk around the quad because they are, they are busy playing. I am fully in favor of, of cricket. It's a great game and they stop for tea, which is not actually tea, but a multi-course meal. Is it better than baseball? Oh, no. No. Absolutely not. <laughs> but it's better than Formula One. Yeah. <laughs> no there, one denies this. There is a Finnish uh, version of baseball uh, that actually has a semi-professional league in Finland. It's called Bubol or uh, Besapallo. <laughs> and uh, it, uh, it's... Wait, say the first, the first pronunciation again. The, the first? In Swedish, we call it Bubol. In Finnish, they call it Besapallo. Okay. Boob. Boob ball. Boob. No. <laughs> I don't think there has ever been a professional Swedish baseball player. Hmm. And so e- efforting. This, this, this Finnish version, do they do they use gloves? Yes, yes they do, but they don't they don't run in a diamond. They start by running straight, then they turn right, then then they turn left again, they turn <laughs> Uh, another left and run across the field and then they run home. It's... Of course they do. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a kind of a trapezoid type operation. Thomas, you're wrong. There were two yes. Swedish-born baseball players in the 1800s. Yeah, one was born in 1864. <laughs> but, but you're wrong. I want names. 
Charlie Hallstrom and Axel Lindstrom. <laughs> Axel Lindstrom. How could I forget about them? Loved uh, Axel Lindstrom. <laughs> but there is currently a Swede in the NBA. Who's that? Ryan, you're a bas- basketball fan. Yeah, I'm a baseball fan, so I know about the NBA. Oh. Um, <laughs> no, I, I don't know who it is. Is Markin it? No, he's. No, I believe he's currently playing for for the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Jonas uh, Yurebko. Steph Curry. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, you're right. Jonas Yurebko. Yeah. <laughs> who is Mark? Where's Markin from? Is he from Finland? That sounds Finnish. <laughs> Flag, do you follow any sport? Yes, I basketball, hockey, probably my two favorites, or tennis. Those are my three favorites. Tennis, Give hockey, basketball. Props for knowing Laurie Markkinen. That's that's impressive. He yeah. is a bull, Chicago Bull. Yeah, how are the Bulls doing this year? Uh, not well. They're not it's early. It's I, early. I didn't see I didn't see the score against the the Warriors the other day. All I know is that uh, Matt tweeted or something that they were down by 40 at halftime so yeah. I'm, I'm sure they came back and won. yeah clay thompson scored i don't know like 77 points or something not really um but i think he had 13 dribbles all game that you know they have they have catch stats like catch and shoot yeah. yeah yeah and he hit like was it 14 or 15 threes how many how like many um, yeah, can we count defense. sven how many did sven curry have <laughs> <laughs> Many. <laughs> uh, moving, moving on from the sports talk, uh, Chris. I believe that you have a restaurant review to share with us. I do, and it, it really opens up with a mea culpa. Uh, I'm sorry, Thomas, for doubting the the Mexican cuisine of the greater Champagne Urbana. Yeah, yeah. Metro area. Um, I, I doubted that you could have authentic Mexican food, mm-hmm. but like you know what I realized, we have amazing authentic mexican food here in sioux falls south dakota uh why can't you have it there and i was reminded of this when i went out to lunch with my wife the other day we went to this this uh like truly authentic place uh and uh quest taco john's no no no, not taco john's (laughs) like a a one location sorry sunny bunch a one location place that you know was amazing and uh i ordered i think i think it's called a lunch Burrito? Is, is that what you call it? I'm taking a break for this part. <laughs> um, I know what you're trying to do. Uh, I, I think okay, I'm going to walk over and get some actual authentic Mexican food while you're doing this so that I don't yell at you. you can't be the bigger you'll, man. you'll hear it then on um, later today when you listen to it on Sunday, November 4th. So, Ryan, what? what um, not only was it authentic, but they actually, I think, improved Upon oh did they the, yeah. yeah Sioux Falls is always improving the Mexican cuisine. <laughs> so, instead of a tortilla, they just used a little bit of p- pita bread. Oh, um, oh that's a great innovation. Yeah. Yes. And like, what's better than grilled chicken? Uh, boiled chicken? I don't know. What are you gonna say? <laughs> no, no, like fried chicken, right? So they Chris, use like oh you sure you crispy a, chicken were you strips. A, were you at a Greek restaurant? No. no. <laughs> Were you Listen, at a Kentucky Fried like, Chicken? You know it was quality because they they had um, salsa con queso. Ryan, I don't know if you know it. So that means salsa with queso. Oh. And I always wondered. Well, yeah, I'm gonna check. I'm gonna check the translation on that. Hold you know, on. you know the biggest problem with Mexican food is it can be spicy. Um, and so 
rather than doing like a hot sauce or or salsa or he's gonna say ketchup. How did you know? <laughs> so they they put some ketchup on the on the pita right before they put the chicken strips oh. and the and the um, the other fixins on there and my gosh, it was amazing. I'm uh, pretty sure it's pronounced queso. <laughs> it sounds like English they've size. taken the. It sounds like they've stolen my mother-in-law's recipe book. <laughs> <laughs> She's always, you know, when she makes her enchiladas, she's just like, ah, let's get this spice out of here. Give me the, give me the Heinz. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if yeah, so uh, five stars. Uh, I plan on taking. Thomas there when he comes for Thanksgiving. Right. All right, so 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 the food is yeah. good. What about like the ambience? Of- well, again, like you know the authentic places. If if, if there aren't paint chips on the walls, it, don't go in there. Well, what's it what's it called? Because I'm sure we're all gonna you know have to be in Sioux Falls at some point soon anyway. <laughs> uh, it's called Nikki's. Nikki's. Burrito Express. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. Um, you can go there. You can get a breakfast burrito. That. You can get a lunch. Burrito. Qu- question: Qu- How much are they paying you for this? Uh, this is nothing. This is uh, yeah, unsolicited All right. from the bottom Great. of his heart. But we do also have a paying sponsor today, right? <laughs> yes, we do. Did you see we... that? That was a transition. That <laughs> I'm impressed, and and you didn't have a transition for ten seconds. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. It wasn't a transition. You just said what we were going to do next. Yeah, that was not a transition. Don't don't give him credit for things that he doesn't but, deserve. Hold on, he brought up sponsors and then went to his sponsor. I mean, that's, that's don't defend pretty, the Dutch pretty close. That's pretty close to a transition to me. How right. how is it that Ryan is the one on my side tonight? Yeah, this I, is so awkward. I don't. <laughs> I thought it was Sunday morning. Why? Why did you say? I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's. What time is it in Sweden? It, it, I'm sure it, it's, it's nighttime. It's around 8 p.m. All right, there you go. He's constantly on Sweden time. Yeah. Okay, so fine. Thomas is transitioning. Whatever. Like, let's move on. Guys, do you know what I'm a huge fan of? What? The Mexican power. Food. Well, besides that, the the power of and. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're at a restaurant. And part of you wants to order the scallops, but part of you wants to order the steak. The power of and reminds you that we can have Like, both. I'm going to go to the bathroom and I'm going to wash my hands. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what leaps to mind. Surf and turf. For the man who doesn't want to compromise. It's like those, those nights at the restaurant when you order your surf and turf and you don't know whether you should get... What, what's going to complement the scallops? You know, that's going to be white wine. Red wine is going to complement the uh, steak. Um, so you just get the, the the server to mix them together, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, we all enjoy our adult beverages, right? Yes. What else is an, enjo- an enjoyable pastime? Obstacle courses, of course. <laughs> Finally, there is an enterprising individual who put these two American traditions <laughs> together. And funnily enough, his name actually describes the business that he's oh in. And his name is Warbly Parkour. <laughs> That's right. In the most ambitious crossover event since perhaps the most, whatever the most ambitious crossover event was, Warbly Parkour has combined the enjoyable American pastimes of drinking and obstacle courses. How does it work, you might ask? Well, it's shockingly self-explanatory. It's a bar where you drink until you're at the legal limit. 
at which point they <laughs> test you with the breathalyzer. <laughs> then you sign a release of liability waiver prepared by one of their male lawyers. And then you're ready to complete the office, of course, if you can. And there's even an urgent urgent care on site staffed with orthopedic order, orthopedic <laughs> specialists. See you need an X-ray or an see, MRI? I'm not the only one who's struggling. On site. <laughs> what a brilliant idea! The combination of a bar with an obstacle course, not the urgent care on site. That's just that's just common sense. Um, so if you want to visit Warbly Parkour near you, go to warblyparkour.com keyword dudes counting and print out a special coupon code good for 10% off your bar tab and 5% off an x-ray. That's <laughs> where they get you. You got to print it out there. You got to print it out. They're really yeah. on the edge of the technology there. Yeah. Warbly Parkour, please um, patronize our sponsors. Yeah. You know, but this is this is only the, the next natural step because you have seen all the, the new bars popping up across the country with uh, axe throwing. Uh, on yes, the agenda. We have one here in town, Thomas. Have you been? I have not. That should go on our list for Thanksgiving activities. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, but I mean, so back home where I am from, axe throwing is just that. That's just a Sunday afternoon, like a regular one. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand that. You, you, uh, like literally part of your job growing up was to walk around and inspect the trees, <laughs> which sounds like a vacation, not a job, but whatever. <laughs> It's not a job; it's a lifestyle. Say, I'll, 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 I'll do it for you, Thomas. Moving on. Transition. That was my mistake. I was waiting yell, for Thomas's right, transition. I like Ryan's idea. Just shout transition. Yeah. <laughs> that is a good idea. Transition. <laughs> okay. Okay. Flag. Go on. Transition. Um, this is a, a segment that I'm stealing from. Do you all ever listen to Larry Miller's podcast years ago? The comedian. He had a very funny podcast, and he had uh, a poetry corner. Do, does segment. this does this podcast no longer exist? I don't think so. Um, but it was quite good. It was very funny. Anyway. Okay. Uh, this, like, this is a and, uh, poem that I'm going to read. Uh, it's a little autobiographical. Um, so there's a chance I might get a little bit choked up in the middle of it. So just <laughs> I'm going to you know power through as best I can. Uh, it's it's entitled "Dreaming of Beaver Nugs at Jiffy Loop." <laughs> <laughs> Go on. Okay. Here, here we go. Oh, I'm already starting to cry. <laughs> Not yet. Where my nugs are, I know. Sorry. It's very serious business. I shouldn't be laughing. All right. Beaver nugs, take two. Where my nugs are, I know not. A snack I've heard fit for Camelot. Oh, Mary, nugs, temptress. What shall I do? Is it revenge now that I must plot? That's only the first stanza. Wait for it. Can nugs be both sweet and salty? Might they render other snacks paltry? Oh, Mary, where do I now turn if it's the goddamn male that's faulty? <laughs> A beaver nug's oath 
There might have been. Oh, God. Longings fulfilled, I know not when. <laughs> Daydream I do of the delicate taste and of a serving size larger than ten. <laughs> <laughs> Those sweet nugs with their tender crunch. Papers to grade, I have a bunch. <laughs> and hours to go before lunch. <laughs> and hours to go before lunch. <laughs> oh, this is supposed to be a serious podcast. This isn't supposed to be a serious podcast. Um, that, yeah, it got a little personal there, but Dude, um, we again... Probably, we're probably going to have to break, so we can I all... apologize. Well, um, so, the thing here is that I think where you went wrong was that bef- bef- before... You you needed Mary to um, take a swear an a swear an oath, right, right, to to make sure that she actually followed through uh, with with sending them, right. Yeah, I think you're I think you're correct. You should always have people swear oaths to do I the things that, that they're going to do. Way to get myself to Houston. Um, I suppose then I just could have bought myself some beer drugs. <laughs> Just get the oath and get back home. Uh, uh, question: Didn't We determined that they're available on Amazon.com. Oh, they are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But, but flag. Has anyone ever? Well, Ryan, you're you're from Texas. You must have. Have you had beaver nugs? I, I first of all, I'm not from Texas, and no, I haven't. I, <laughs> I've, I've been I've been in a Bucky's. I like Bucky's. I mean, Bucky's are for a gas station. They're really nice. Uh, but I've not, I've not had the beaver nugs. Probably should have since we've talked about them so much, and since you were coming on, I probably should be eating them right now. Let's I'm counting them. Let's let's cut. Let's cut. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm eating them right now. <laughs> <laughs> what well, this is this is I, I efforted this. So on Amazon, you can go There's, and order but, beaver nuggets for seven bucks. But they are yeah. like a big deal. Like, see, I don't have a Bucky's that's close to me. Like the closest Bucky's to me is like an hour away. But I, everybody I know will go out of their way to go to Bucky's and get beaver nugs. So it, it is a big deal in Texas. It's a thing. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Do, they, do they serve uh, beaver nugs at Cracker Barrel? I don't Doubtful. Think so. No, I think they're made by this gas station. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On site. That's, that's how you yeah. know it's quality. They yes. them in the gas. Well, yeah. Just like all fine food, sushi, pizza, all good Fine food is made at a gas station. Yeah, it says here on Amazon too that uh, if you pr- if you order it with Prime today, you can have free delivery by Sunday, November fourth. Yeah. <laughs> yes, re- that's what it says. That's an amazing uh, turnaround. One day delivery, same day delivery, <laughs> same day. Same is day. Amazing. Wow. Yeah. So what you're saying is Amazon offers time travel. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. That's good. You mentioned Larry Miller and his podcast. Uh, I don't remember, recall which substandard episode, but one of them knows him. Is yeah, it JVL? Yeah, I think so, because Larry Miller is in the Dadly Virtues book, I think. One of the Virtues books. Yeah. I forget oh. which. It'd be worth going back and listening. Yeah, he, he used to contribute to the Weekly Standard occasionally. Yeah. So, not only a comedian, but but uh, I think when they talked about him, just a all-around smart guy, good guy. Yeah, um, good yeah his, his podcast was really good. I don't think he does it anymore. Um, but 
I, I did listen to it a couple of years ago. It, and he, he would like, read, uh, you know, legit poetry. Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he, like Don't stuff the flag would send him. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, speaking of comedians, uh, last night, apparently... Transition! Craig Ferguson was in town, and I completely missed oh. out on it. Good. Uh, Good for you. You don't He's... like... No, I do not like. He's terrible. He He's was the worst. He had late night host. He had by far the best late night show on TV. Are you an idiot? <laughs> no, he didn't. Craig Kilborn is number one. David Letterman is number two, and then who? I don't care about anybody else. But those are number one and number two. Craig Ferguson. Craig Kilborn was, was better than Letterman. Probably not. I mean, for me, for for my like taste, yeah. But you know, obviously. He didn't. Uh, he didn't gain a wide following. Otherwise, I do. He might not be. He might have a job right now. I, I do think that Letterman in in his prime was quite good, but the later seasons of his show, or the later years, I guess I should say, I, I d- those weren't enjoyable. No, there weren't. There, yeah, the probably. early days were great, though. When he and, had um, uh, Chris I, Elliott as a kind of recurring yeah. character. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, you're probably right. I and honestly, I didn't watch Letterman probably for the last five years that he was on anyway. Um, yeah, my my sense is that you didn't miss much. No, so but definitely, I just want to get back to Craig Ferguson is terrible. No, he's hilarious. He's not. Name one, recite one funny joke that he told. That he told. That's what I thought. He's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> Putting me on the spot like that. Jesus. I've never seen him. I can't comment. What he had? He, a, he has an accent. That's why Thomas likes him. He yeah. had he had a horse in the studio. He had a. Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! It is. Oh, it's really funny. Oh, that's funny. Horses are always funny. He also made sure to. I don't. When know. Barry Bonds hit the record-breaking home run, uh, Craig Kilborn said, "Marlon Brando's chair. He crushed it." See, no laughs. I'll, no I'll laughs. Take the horse. <laughs> that's funny. If you guys don't think that's funny, you're wrong, not me. <laughs> I'm sorry that you don't get it. <laughs> oh. Uh, so since wait, 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 let's not transition out. I want like something that Craig Gilborn said. At least I yeah. had something. We should, yeah, we should talk at least. I'll, we should talk for 16 more minutes about Craig Gilborn. <laughs> All right, let's go. I, I would like to right now. I, I would like I'm, to hear Flag count the late night hosts. <laughs> I don't watch late night TV. I go to bed. But you could probably count them. I mean, there are three network network, so there's probably plus, three plus Conan. Plus Conan's on TBS. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I each don't. Network has two late night shows. Norm Macdonald is on Netflix. Really. Yeah, I don't. This is not my area of expertise. All right, so Ryan, have you watched uh, Norm on on Netflix yet? Yeah, I've seen almost all of them. Right. I like them. They're funny. They are is really big, funny. Is he as good as that Craig Kilborn joke you just told? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, he's not. He's not that funny. <laughs> is he as good as bringing a, a horse out on live TV? Oh my gosh, he's so much better than that. <laughs> You know what's crazy is he brings people on the set and talks to them. 
Ryan, yeah. can you explain one thing to me? Um, since you know, I don't know. You're you're our comedy expert, and um, you're especially our norm expert. What's the deal with with his co-host? Like, it's Adam, like get... it's like he has him there to be silent well, and laugh. Yeah, and stuff. like he 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 put him in his book because he wrote a fake uh, autobiography. <laughs> I don't know a few a few years ago, which is really good. It's really funny. It's like kind of about his actual life but then the stories are like the timeline is like his actual life but then the stories that he tells in the book are just completely made up but it's really funny and he just puts adam egot in there with him and see i listened to his like two or three years ago he had a podcast which is basically exactly like his netflix show so they took down all of the episodes of the podcast and so on the podcast was, you know, an hour and a half or two hours. And Adam Egget got a lot more <laughs> okay. explanation of why he was there. Okay. And so that's why, you know, basically he's kind of like just they made it seem like Norm was just like doing him a favor. When I think like he's like a booker at one of the. They said one something of, to that one of the, Yeah. Yeah. One of the comedy clubs in L.A. One of the famous ones. I can't remember which one, though. But, but but like he's he's sitting at the table next to Norm as if yeah. he's like a co-host, and for the first like two episodes he doesn't even say anything. Yeah, it's like, gonna laugh. The long question and... on the podcast, the question that he would ask like every single guest would be, um, "How do you come up with your jokes?" And then <laughs> the the guest would just and the guest hadn't, didn't know it was coming and would just be like. Uh, are you are you serious? And then Norm would just start laughing, just like Nah, nah, he's kidding. <laughs> yeah, this doesn't like he's, sound it's... altogether different from any of the other kind of sidekick people on these shows. It's weirder. Like if you watch it, it's definitely it, it's intentionally awkward. Like huh. his his job is to be out there and just be awkward. <laughs> like yeah. the Lord Michaels one. Lord Michaels did not have any idea why Adam Egget was out there. Did he, did he ask like, that question? Like, what, what, he didn't what? ask, but okay. he, I mean, uh, he may have like he, he kind of hinted at like, what is this guy doing here? <laughs> but, <laughs> it, but that's what because it's he funny because like normal turn to him and like ask yeah. him questions, but then not let him answer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a that's a recurring uh, gag that they do as well. But yeah, I think he just likes to make the guests uncomfortable. And just see what happens with making the guests uncomfortable. And it's, you know, it's different. I, I will appreciate the story. Um, so Norm MacDonald famously on Comedians, or what did you call it, uh, Thomas? Cars and Coffee with Comedians? Sure, um, let's go with that. Okay, uh, Norm MacDonald's episode, Norm famously spends like three minutes talking about an episode of Kojak or something. Like <laughs> reciting like all the details. It was probably more than three minutes. Um and and he has David Spade on and, and he asks David Spade to describe something and then he interrupts him. He's like, Wait, are you just gonna tell me what you said in the episode? Yeah. It's totally hypocritical. It's totally <laughs> hypocritical. <laughs> Unbelievable. It would be like it would be like interrupting someone giving a synopsis of a pirates movie. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> but no one would ever do that. No. no. I, I would I know. I will just note that uh, Kilbourne's last big uh, um, gig was a TV commercial for Kraft Macaroni and Cheese. <laughs> wow. I saw that. I saw that. I felt so bad. That is tough. Is that on IMDb or Wikipedia? It 
it's I think it's on Wikipedia. Yeah, it's a steep. I, I steep check up ball. on I like you know every maybe six months or so I check up on him just to see if he's doing anything <laughs> and just like oh he was in a commercial now okay <laughs> how oh, his... for, macaroni, for macaroni yeah that, that that funniest guy on TV macaroni commercial. How has one of these fledgling uh, streaming sites not offered him something? They probably have, but he probably is like because he has a very high opinion of himself as well. Okay, okay. so he probably yeah. There's got to be some other stuff at work to because he turned down because CBS. He was making ten million dollars a year for his Late Late Show at CBS, and he they offered him a contract for like another five years, and he turned it down because he was going to go into the movies and in movies then he had that walk-on role in well more than that he had a small role in um old school where he's like the jerk in the bathroom oh yeah uh, uh and then that's all he did <laughs> transition <laughs> so today is mega thread and so mega you, thread you, day you don't want any more craig kilborn stories we're, so we're good we're good okay we could go back to craig ferguson why, Turd do Ferguson. Bring, why do you have to bring us down Turd Ferguson? Burt Reynolds. <laughs> <laughs> Transition! <laughs> so today is Megathread Day, uh, and we have, we're going to start uh, celebrating by uh, giving you a few updates from the SSEU. So we, we felt that we should do regular check-ins with the people in the SSEU and their goings-on and what they have been up to. Uh, so... Uh, our first uh, item that we wanted to share with you is that uh, Matt and Rick recently moved in together, uh, and rumor oh, has so it I was so happy about this. Yeah, and, so and, happy for both of them. And Me too. Uh, rumor has it, uh, based on the the photos that Rick uploaded to Facebook, is that they installed uh, a fireman's pole in the condo. Oh, they'll have fun with that. Yeah, that's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, well, I, it was this, so they could get this? from the. The loft question. down the main floor quickly, right? Here's a question: Were they friends before Megathread? I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe Megathread it's, just it's brought a, them together. They were not. They were not. They weren't. Now they so live together. We've actually created and, and, and Rick's one bedroom condo <laughs> with a with a pole. With yeah, a pole. Uh, Chris. What else do we have? Tom Abella. We discovered the other day that he, in fact, weighs his drinks. On a rose gold scale. On a rose gold scale. scale. What am I, a farmer? Of course I'm going to weigh my drink. (laughs) How do you know when you're putting in the right amount? Yeah, you know when the glass is full. (laughs) The thing is, like, he weighs each ice cube before he puts it in there. Well, you know he does. And if it's off by even just the tiniest amount he just doesn't make us yeah. that ice cube and that way he knows exactly how much weight is in there before and then uh, he pours his drink and that's how he does it why would you want an oblong ice cube tainting your drink other news is that we we recently learned that uh, apparently adam took his wife to skyline chili for the first date to have some of that exquisite pasta and chili excellent <laughs> love it <laughs> Good for you, Adam. <laughs> Check that box. Keep on keeping on. And I am sure that they sat next to each other, too. On the same side? Yeah. On the same side of the booth, yep. And they, and they shared it Lady in the Tramp style? That's a strong move. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that uh, Meg said that uh, on one of her dates, uh, someone tried to do this to her and started to sit on the same side and she just... Pushed him away and told him, "No, you sit the other side." <laughs> I'm kind of surprised she didn't send him packing that second. Like I could totally see her doing that. Yeah, 
Uh, we have also recently learned that uh, apparently Tim, Tim Lewis, uh, does not watch movies. Like as a principal or just because yeah. he's too busy? <laughs> Out of spite? <laughs> because I, none of his, none of, none of, uh, nobody in Hollywood has taken any of his uh, Tim Saves Hollywood ideas seriously. So he refused to watch any movies after that. Cam was accused in court of uh, voter fraud. Was he trying to vote for Beto more than once? <laughs> <laughs> I believe that was the charge. Yeah, he's been going banging on he, about this for a few days now. He keeps showing me his bumper sticker, and I'm like, I know, I've seen him. I live here. <laughs> I mean, the skateboard is hard to resist. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's strange is that Jason has a Beto um, bumper sticker, and he's in Cincinnati, so whatever. <laughs> Hey, I guess it's virtue signaling or something. Once once he becomes president, Jason's going to be able to show that to people and say, hey, I, I knew about this before. Mm-hmm. I liked him before he was cool. Yep. Also, because it is substandard day, we thought that we should talk a little bit about the big events that have happened in the past year. Uh, so there, there have been a lot of uh, famous people that have been popping in and out on, on the mega thread and corporations and shenanigans that have been going on. So a uh, flag... Uh, what what do you remember from the year that has gone by? Well, one of my um, I think fa- favorite Megathread days. This I don't. This must have been a few months ago. It wasn't that long ago, but it was when I think it was Nick and maybe Hannah were putting pictures of um, JVL and Ben Sass at various <laughs> historical events. So they had. Uh, him at the declaration signing or Ben Sass sitting atop the Berlin Wall. That um, prompted some very funny comments, I think, that day. Good uh, Photoshop work. That was how a great th- day. How, how is it that, that every photo taken of JVL it seems to be fantastic? Like the one at the restaurant where they're discussing the, um, the family-style meal. Um, I don't know if you saw Tim's, oh, right. yeah, yeah, Tim's yeah. Photoshop of that, <laughs> the spider webs coming out of his hands. Um, uh, isn't he in that photo? Isn't he counting? He might. It looks like he is counting on his fingers. Oh, yeah. That was when he right. was doing the, uh, like the draft for the ordering. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you're right. So he was counting. Yeah. But the one at Twitter of, of him mansplaining was, was also just excellent. Right. That's, that's, that's just prime for, for photoshopping into other things. And yeah. Tim did a, a wonderful job. I'm sorry, Nick. The Nickachu did, did a wonderful job. Disney Bracket was fun. Why was the Disney Bracket fun, Flag? Well, it was fun for me because Moana got the crap kicked out of it. <laughs> you, you haven't actually... So correct me if I'm wrong. You haven't actually seen Moana, have you? <laughs> yes, I've seen Moana. Oh. I mean, I'm regret that i had to see it but (laughs) flag that's just ridiculous yeah so that was a good day disney bracket did we ever settle how many islands there are um i mean (laughs) shannon claims there's only one but you know that seems unlikely (laughs) (laughs) your confusion about this flag is the most mystifying thing ever (laughs) who would make a movie about a bunch of pacific islanders and put only one island in it I, I just don't even know what you mean when you say there's only one island or there's like that confusion. I just I don't understand. <laughs> so she's from Montanui, right? Okay. She sails to the island where she picks up Maui. Okay. Then they go to another island. Um, so there's where they there go into more than one island. the land of the dead, and then they go to Tafiti. 
And then you see them heading out to other islands at the very end when they go, away, away. I am up to at least four. Yeah, at least four. But, like, I, I don't. And and you see Maui flying around and like chopping off the top of other islands. I I don't understand what you're saying when you want us to count the islands. And maybe that's just you love counting things, and that's why you love this podcast. <laughs> it's been a long time since I've seen it. I I probably did again. pass out during it because it was so boring. <laughs> maybe that was why I got confused. Okay, Moana is a modern masterpiece of children's cinema. That 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 sounds that I mean, sounds that was, false. That was proven false by the bracket. So <laughs> yeah. yes, because we know that brackets, of course, especially mega thread brackets, are scientific. Yeah, yeah. it's science. That's what you're going to say, right? Viable. Yeah. I mean, I, it lost in the first round. Chris, uh, do you have the Disney bracket on your list? I, I do not, because Moana is the greatest <laughs> Disney movie and should have won the championship. And well, now, now you're just sucking up to Shannon. <laughs> It's embarrassing. Really. It's truth. It. Oh my gosh. Uh, a story about a, a young girl um, who who uh, is able to help her father overcome his trauma of losing a friend, um, save the world. You know that you and Shannon are the only people in the universe to think this, right? Think what? That it's that fantastic. Moana is a good movie. Besides the other hundreds of millions of people who have watched it worldwide. I guess we're gonna have to agree to disagree. I like Moana. Moana's it's great. fine. I actually am not a, a Moana hater, but I just think it's a, it's a decent movie. It's a fine movie, but it's not. It's fine. I haven't seen it. I just enjoyed the uh, Moana Wars. Moana. Sorry. It's it's one of those children's movies that's actually genuinely worth watching. It's good. Um, uh, and I know that Ryan's a Lin Manuel Miranda fan. It's got good yeah, music. I like the songs. Yeah. So uh, my favorite Megathread moments. So last. Last uh, Thanksgiving, of course, the Vikings were in the middle of of a pretty good season, a season which ended in Philadelphia, where they got humiliated by the soon-to-be Super Bowl champion, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. Um, on Thanksgiving Day, I posted something to the effect... No, actually, I actually have the quote here. I said I'm mildly optimistic about the Vikings game at 11.30, which means, of course, Case Keenum's arm will fall off, Teddy Bridgewater will tear his other ACL, and... Three other players I named, one of them being Everson Griffin, I said, would all spontaneously combust because Vikings fans can't have nice things. And I didn't tag them. I'm not one of those people who tags people when I mention them uh, on Twitter. Uh, But Everson Griffin, professional athlete, uh, proud recipient of probably a $90 million contract, jumps into Twitter and responds, no weapons formed against shall prosper. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that was pretty great. Um, he didn't only make one, he made like more than one post, right? That or... was the one that I remember. Okay. I think, no he, liked, I think he liked a few. I think he All liked right. several tweets after. Because we were like, oh, hey, like, bonding. like, no, I was just like trying to say like this. Buddy, like you haven't been around the Vikings that long. <laughs> like we can't have nice things. Like everything's looking good, and then bad things happen. So uh, I mean, everyone knows that Teddy Bridgewater had a non-contact ACL tear a couple years ago. All right, memory number two. J Pod jumped in to say how much, how great, <laughs> how much he loved The Little Mermaid, uh, which we all know is, a, is is a trash movie with trash morals. Like we're supposed to like that Ariel is willing to give up everything. For a guy, it, it's just bad. 
listen to the substandard episode on it. You'll hear JVL give a much more articulate breakdown of the movie. I simply said to J-Pod that, that Big Hero 6 was better than Little Mermaid. I said, I know it doesn't have any song and dance numbers, which you love, but it's still better. J-Pod responded, that's because you are stupid head poopy pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is, on my list, this is my favorite Mega Thread moment. <laughs> Yeah, that was, that was up there for me. Yeah. And I believe this was during... Uh, J-Pod had just recently uh, promised to stop cursing or swearing on Twitter uh, <laughs> and to t- take more okay. care of his language, which is why you were a poopy head and nothing yeah. worse. And he did. Imagine what might have happened if he hadn't made that play. <laughs> well, I, I tried finding the tweet and I googled it and I found that I'm not the only person he's called a poopy pants. So Okay, Ryan, do you have two? I like when Jake Tapper uh, just t- somebody had tagged him in it, and he, you know, so he'd probably seen hundreds and thousands of notifications from just the Mega Thread in that day, and he just tweeted unsubscribe, which <laughs> we did not unsubscribe him for a while. <laughs> so that was fun. I don't, I don't did know he why. Did you respond? He... Also, like I think, yeah, he, yeah, he ended up responding a few times and liking some other tweets too and then finally we let him out for some reason but for someone like jake tapper does he even notice if he's tagged in the in the mega thread because surely he's getting so many notifications yeah yeah that's what yeah i i wonder about that if if we may even made a, a dent and like oh i'm getting more notifications than usual or just that he just happened to see him and thought oh okay i'll respond to this i don't know thomas it's a good question maybe someday he'll come on the podcast and he'll tell us about it uh, do, you, uh, do you have another I, I, yeah i like uh when i used to um every daily standard when there was a new guest on i would tag that person who was a guest on the daily standard that day in the mega thread and just ruin their mentions for <laughs> however long until the twitter algorithm kicked them out and so in my mind it, it was so bad that like Charlie Sykes would be asking people to come on and they'd heard about what would happen if they came on and their Twitter life would be ruined. <laughs> so like, oh, no, Charlie, I can't do it this week. So that's that's why he's stuck with Swift and Egger? Yeah, that's why, because they're... <laughs> they, don't, they don't have any choice anymore. Although we did let Swift out eventually. So my... Uh, you mentioned most of my favorite moments... One that you didn't mention are the, the baseball teams that kept getting thrown or tagged uh, into the mega thread. And I believe it was the Indians uh, yeah. who made a comment about, yeah. holy crap, this thread has been going on for months. And uh, Jason responded with how long it's been since they've won a World Series. So, <laughs> right, so uh, I don't really have any other memories, but, but I, do, I do want to briefly mention a few people who... I believe have been or are still today uh, crucial to the mega thread and the SSEU, without whom it just wouldn't be the same. So, first of all, there's there's Shannon, uh, Shannon Last, who uh, it wouldn't be what it is without her. She is the uh, the patron, the matron saint uh, of the SSEU and uh, takes care and looks after all of us. The flip side of this coin is Jason, whom without, we wouldn't have any brackets. And if we wouldn't have any brackets, we would have much less discord and everyone would be getting... We'd have far too much harmony. Yeah. 
Yeah, so so I also think that Jason is, is very crucial, very essential. But I've always <laughs> said the mega thread runs best on the proper mixture of garbage opinions and chaos. So and a little sprinkling of spite. Yeah, sprinkling. Spite's always fun. <laughs> Do we have uh, anything else to talk about today before we leave? Uh, I mean, I I have um, like six more poems, but I guess I'll try. <laughs> One of them's a haiku, actually. <laughs> For haiku, but Jonah. I'll, yeah, I'll save it. <laughs> I think you should do the haiku. I actually don't have a haiku. God damn it! Oh. Five seven five. It's too hard. Not <laughs> enough syllables. This is the last episode before the election, so I think that we should uh, do a, a few of them. Uh, and Chris, you said that you wanted to go first, so I, I, I did say that. You you gave us a list of states to predict, so he did. Um. He did, yes. <laughs> Thanks for reading. <laughs> Thanks for participating in the foreplay. No, I uh, didn't get writing, that email, so I think uh... Uh, it's okay. These are easy. You can you can yep. do them on the fly. I'm we're, I'm not going to ask you to predict some obscure house race in in New York. So I think I think Cynthia Nixon's going to win in New York. Oh, that... I think <laughs> I think uh, Richard Nixon's going to win in California. I think that Ted Cruz is going to win in Texas, despite. His com- complete uh, fecklessness in in this Trump era of him saying he's a constitutional scholar and and that you can't have an executive order to change the birthright status and suddenly he's like oh, I don't know what I think about that I think Mitt Romney's going to win the Michigan Senate race <laughs> I I think Thomas is going to win the Arizona Senate race Florida Governor Steve Spurrier I've got Thomas you're running I don't and believe it. already yes I don't even understand how he gets the eligibility but. I think that the control oh, of the House and the Senate will finally um, go to the lizard people. I'm sure it's fine. So you want to be a Sicario. Okay. Well, you know it's not going to be sitting around playing your Game Boy or GameCube or whatever you got now, right? It's a real job with long hours. You ever been on an eight-day stakeout in the desert? You know what that's like? Oh, you're thirsty? You want a glass of my yesterday's piss? Great. It's all we've got. It... Oh, wait. This isn't the script for the credits. This is something else for when the boys get older. Uh, okay. Here we go. Opening theme music by David Schwartz. Opening voiceover by Tim Lewis. Cover art design by Nick Chu. At the Nick A. Chu on Twitter. And listen to the weekly substandard every week. Where you know what's going to happen if you don't. Let's get back to that Sicario speech. And that's all for the... Bye. Never know how to end these things. All right, so we also have managed to obtain um, another movie quote, or or actually a part of a script uh, from a movie. So, Flag, what is it that we have here? Yeah, a a couple of episodes ago, I think you guys had read... um, Another line from this wonderful documentary about uh, Tiger Woods called Domination and Pie, the Perkins Years. <laughs> and so this is early in the documentary. This, the scene is uh, Elon, Elon Woods and Tiger are, are sitting in the, in the kitchen and uh, Elon is at the table and uh, she's looking over a credit card statement. So that's the scene. Tiger Han. Why are there so many Perkins chargers this month? <laughs> you didn't say you were going to say that. 
Okay, hold on. <laughs> do, you, do you need me to do it again? I don't want you to do it again because that was funny. <laughs> like Everyone knows that Tiger in Swedish is Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go. Hold on. Right. No, start over, start over. Ah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Elon, do it again. Leave, that, leave, leave all that in, though, and then we'll just yeah. do it again. Okay. <clears throat> Tiger, hon, why are there so many Perkins chargers this month? Get off my back, Elon. I'm a major champion who likes warm pie. That's not a crime. <laughs> and that was Elon and Tiger Woods from Domination and Pie, the Perkins Jairs.